is always a really important topic. You know, coming from the Office of Aging and in dealing with all of these different levels of care and, and what options are available, I'm always so surprised even a or nine years that I've been with the firm that, you know, we're doing these seminars, how little um, the community knows about these services, which tells me that um, these, these service providers and that, like us, I guess, as professionals, everybody aren't doing a good enough job getting the information out. So I always do like to spend a few minutes talking about this because it's important. So while I say Medicaid and skilled nursing home a lot, there's so many different options out there. And that is a conversation that Jenna and I will have with you. If you aren't already going into a, a nursing home one of the, and you're just planning for your future, the first thing Jenna and I are going to talk to you about is, well, where do you want to go? What level of care is that? You know, what does it look like? And, I'll, and I'm going to kind of go through in a few, for a few, in a few minutes um, the different levels, and then I'll tell you why that's important that we have a conversation. So, you know, we all want to stay home. Everybody wants to stay home and our goal is to help get you to stay home with services if you're able to. There's, you know, most in-home care is private pay. So you're paying for your pocket. It can be costly. Um, if you have a friend or a neighbor that doesn't mind doing it for $10 an hour under the table, great. But if you don't, you're looking at hiring an agency that can be about $25 an hour or more. So, you know, that can really deplete your assets really quickly, but it's keeping you home. There, uh, Medicaid does pay for some in-home care. There's a program called the waiver program. Um, so it's the same qualifications as Medicaid for nursing homes, so the income and asset guidelines, and then the state pays for care in your home. It doesn't provide 24-hour care, but it can provide seven or eight hours a day potentially. So if that's what is needed to keep you home safely, that's a great option. Now, if we're looking at facility care, there are a couple different levels. Now, one is independent. So maybe you just want to live someplace. You don't want to have to worry about anything. You want to have the group, group setting. So you, you know, socialization. And then there's more of a personal care. So right now, um, there's no assisted livings in our area. So assisted living, everything used to be called an assisted living that wasn't a nursing home. Pennsylvania kind of went away with that a couple years ago. It's all due to funding and Medicaid and all of that. So in Pennsylvania, it's called personal care or senior living now. So that is a facility that you move into that you really don't have a lot of care needs, but you know, they're going to help with your meals, medications, maybe a little bit of personal care, a little bit of mobility. A lot of, of these personal care senior living facilities are really going above and beyond now. They're offering things such as memory care even. So these newer places that are being built are actually just adding in memory care units. And it's really great. It's a really great option for maybe somebody who's not wandering um, or combative or aggressive that's just happy, you know, happy and but not aware. Um, so they can stay in a place that is just like a personal care or senior living facility. Now that level of care, the cost really is broad. So it could be $3,000 a month. I've seen them as high as $9,000 a month for somebody who's maybe in that memory care. That is all out of pocket. It's private pay. The only options to help supplement that would be if you have a long-term care insurance policy that helps pay for that level of care or if you're a veteran or a widow or a spouse of a veteran, and that could help. That's not gonna provide any more than like $2,000 a month, but it could help for that level of care. 
The highest level of care really is that skilled nursing home where we're looking at $10,000-ish a month for that care. So that's if you um, maybe are wandering, if you have a cognitive impairment, or if you're really medically compromised. Private pay or, of course, Medicaid to help pay for that. Now, we also want to talk a little bit about, um, and this is really a difference between our state college office and our Williamsport office. So um, in state college, we have a lot of facilities um, that are CCRCs, so continuing care retirement communities, kind of designed to age in place. So you move in, you might move in at independent, you might move over to personal care if you need a little more care, you might move up to skilled if you need that. But it's a nice community that you can live in for the rest of your life. They're set up really different though. There's some CCRCs that you move into and you, um, you, know, you, you age in place there, but if you run out of money, you've got to move. Now that can be a real hardship for somebody who's lived there for 10, 15, 20 years, and now they have dementia and now they've run out of money and now, oh, by the way, now you gotta leave your home essentially. So that, that type of place is really great but we always have to be thinking um, moving forward. So there's other type of CCRCs that have what we call like a benevolent fund. So they are a place where you buy in and it could be a rather large buy-in. It could be 50,000, 100,000, 200,000, maybe more. But you buy in and you're guaranteeing that they're gonna keep you your whole life. Now, they're going to make sure that you have substantial assets when you move in, too. So it's not, you know, a practical plan for everybody, but for a lot of people, it does work. And these places are wonderful, and they're beautiful, and they're going to keep you. If you run out of money, they're going to keep you no matter what the cost of care is. So you, can, you really can place at a CCRC like that. So that's that, where that conversation comes in where Jen and I are having with our clients when they come in and say, well, I want to do this or do that. And we're going to say, okay, let's back up. So what's your goal? So someone says, well, I want to move to this facility and that's exactly where I'm going. We talk through assets and income, long-term care insurance, all that. And we're like, that's great. You know what? That's a place that has a benevolent fund. They're going to take care of you. Trust don't make sense for you. But the next person comes in and said, I'm moving to that same place and we're looking for stuff and we're saying, okay, so let's have the conversation probably not the best option for you based on your structure of your assets and your income. So let's take a step back, figure out another plan. And oh, by the way, your nest egg you do have that's really important to you, we can actually tuck that away and protect that as well. Um, so there's so many different levels of care. It, just to add another layer on all this, <laughs> oh, yeah. there's so many different options for level of care. And at the end of the day, it's really what's practical at that time when you do need care and what makes the most sense because you know going back to the in-home care we all want to stay home but sometimes it just isn't the best option because it's not safe or it's too much burden on your spouse or your children so we really have to look at the facility placement and what level makes the most sense and how do we pay for that.